Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. everybody welcome back welcome back once again to the show that is all about stuffed birds mm. that's right we discuss a pheasant yeah a beautiful pheasant the plumage gorgeous i would grade that uh stuffed pheasant probably a 7.6 mm. on the uh the uh Schechter scale of bird stuffing yeah. what uh, if it was a, a duck and, a mallard, a mallard. And we stuffed it with some orange peel and some other, maybe some other bread stuffings, but definitely some orange peel for extra citrus and mm, flavor. Mm, very nice. Very oh. nice. Classic. Uh, I want you to all know that this is uh, episode 51. Yes. We're in the next half century of this is the yeah. uh, show. And this is where we're at now. This is the new show. The new show. It's all we, about, yes, uh, it, it's a fine dining experience. Yeah. Uh, where we talk about quail. Mm, Ooh, quail. Quail. Yes. Mm, yeah. Very good. Very, very good. underrated. Yes, absolutely. Nah, just fucking <laughs> with you, everybody. Welcome to you from the outside looking in. The show about everything. The show about nothing. The show's sometimes about stuffing a bird with bread and other things. Mm, and, and herbs. Yeah, and cook fresh it. herbs. Mm, and butter. You rub butter on its skin and you go, ooh, Chris Glups. I don't know. You know the deal. We talk about comics, movies, sports, all types of different things. Sometimes we talk about Westerns. We have a good conversation about Westerns. We watch hockey. Uh, We are once again back in. Back. Back in Full Spectrum Studios. Uh, Pat and I just uh, talking the shit as we always do. Uh, But I am Andy Leoskos. With me, as always, the Stu Grimson to my Bob Probert, Mr. (laughs) Patrick Bain is stuffed. Full stuffed, of herbs and bread. Stuffed full of herbs and bread and other <laughs> shit. Yeah, man. And uh, so, you know, funny, like we, um, we were just talking about, uh, before the show started, we were just talking about some, uh, some slabs as we were wont to do. We love the slabs. Yeah, we do talk about uh, comic books uh, from time to time, sometimes yeah. on the show. More often or not, though, we talk about comics off the show yeah. almost way more than we talk about it on the show. Yeah. Our comic book show is less about you know comic books and more about just like uh, entertainment stuff. It's about stuff. all the other stuff. Yeah, it's all about That's all the other stuff. A lot of times has to do with comics. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, 100%. Uh, we, we're going to talk about comic stuff today, as a matter of fact. Uh, but yeah, we were talking about uh, some graded stuff and some non-graded stuff and, you know, stuff on the hunt. That that House of... Uh, the House of Mystery. Yeah. First appearance of Swamp Thing. Yes, yes. Classic cover. They probably wrote that on the label. Classic cover. Nah. I, I will bet you, you can three find... Three grand a, is still a lot, though. I, oh, Ooh, I, they banked that in. They I will bet you that, you can, that find, you can find a CGC slab of that House of Mystery and on the right side of that label, it says classic cover. On the left side, cover by Bernie Wrightson. Yeah. A legend. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of um, slabs, I uh, I just sold a slab, uh, I think uh, a week or two ago. Yeah. What'd you sell? Um, Fantastic Four number uh, 52. Okay. First appearance of Black Panther. Ooh, yeah. CGC Slab 7. Okay, nice. Um, I was very proud of myself. For being able to let it go? Uh, for, for both being able to let it go and for getting um, a really good return on it. Okay. Um, so as not to offend our listeners, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write down a number on a piece of paper. I'm going to show it to you. And that's what about roundabouts what, what I got. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, um, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty awesome. That's, uh, I think. Th- I'm about to grab the long box out of my uh, closet right here and start going through and seeing what I got. That <laughs> was, uh, uh, let's when it's all said and done about a fourfold return. Yeah. So yeah, it was, uh, it was time I'd been, I'd been buying a bunch of other stuff. And so, you know, I thought it was time to maybe kind of even it out. 
And so, yeah, um, I made a good deal on that and I'm really proud of myself and, uh, you know, a great iconic issue. It is. Is back in circulation. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to save the piece of paper that I wrote down the number on you jerks. Yeah, no, it's in the incinerator. It's Go in. On. It's in the studio's incinerator that I had installed here for uh, stuff, stuff. Burning, stuff. burning important documents and such. I'm a firm believer in security. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but that's great, man. Congrats. Thanks. Congrats and congrats to whoever bought that issue. Uh, hopefully you're listening to the show and you're enjoying. I really that. should have told them you should check this this out. Yeah. And well, maybe I'll maybe I'll message them like after the fact. I'm like, yeah, so as you know, we talked about this on our podcast. Yeah. Episode yeah, there you go. 51. Yeah, there you go. Right? Episode 51. Close to 52, but... Yeah, you know what? We fucked up in episode number 50, uh, and we did not throw a random shout-out to Sweet Lou. So I, I fucking apologize. I just realized that right now. Like, ooh. Whoa. That's a, yeah, that's a real... So fucking big shouts to Ram McNally. Uh, and he was, in our, he was in our thoughts, too. Uh, last, last Sunday, I was at Heinz Field for the Steelers-Seahawks game, and I sent you a picture of this. This guy I saw sitting two rows in front of me who had, uh, I don't even know if it was a baseball jersey or what, but it said uh, Frenchie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I immediately right. thought of like Ray McNally, a.k.a. Frenchie, a.k.a. Sweet Lou. Yes. And was like, yeah, Yo, you got to see this, bud. Yeah, no, you absolutely sent me that text message at 100%. And uh, uh, so fucking, uh, you know, a proper shouts to Sweet Lou for no reason whatsoever, as we always do. Uh, next time you're in town, we'll have to get Sweet Lou in. In the studio. Yeah, I know. Like, We've been talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we need to bring him in for we something. Have. Yeah. And uh, we'll get one of Sweet Lou's hot takes on something. Yeah, I mean, like, who, who knows? Ooh. Hot takes on spicy stuff. Ooh, he just dropped him. Some hockey player. Checked yeah, another hockey quiz. player. It was Hornquist. Oh. Yeah, of course it was Hornquist. I've I, if he, did he did he get him with the stick? Did he just cross check him to the face? If you mean not, the guy that's clearly missing a front tooth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hockey. Uh, I love hockey so much. <laughs> uh, uh, this dog looks like his owner. Commercials. Commercials. Uh, speaking of commercials, if you want us to talk about something on the show, um, we'll be your Huckleberry. Oh, 100 percent. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. They're uh yeah. Yeah, you know, if you want to engage us to be a sponsor or even just samples, whatever it is of your product, it doesn't matter. We will talk about it. We will for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, uh you know, one of my, uh, one of my things is, um, I am willing and able and ready to sell out. Completely. Completely. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah, you know, like for real. A hundred percent. Put out a movie, right? Send it to us, and maybe send us like a fruit basket. It does. I'm not. I'm, An I, edible I, arrangement. Yeah. Even. The the price the the floor is low. Yeah. The, I'm <laughs> selling out. The floor is very low. <laughs> yeah. Like, because we, yeah, it's because we, because we haven't sold out yet. Yeah. Our, our asking price is incredibly if say, low. If you sent me a, a book you wrote and an edible arrangement and you're like, give it a nine, four, I would, I would take that edible arrangement. I would give you the nine, four. And then I would take my edible arrangement, my chocolate dipped pineapple. And I would walk around lording over other people. Like I didn't pay a single thing for yeah, this. This pineapple. was sent to me. Yeah. <laughs> this pineapple was given to me to earn my favor. <laughs> uh, do you want to curry favor with us? Yeah. Just buy it. Yeah. Buy it. Look, wait you could send us curry and you would curry favor. You would with literally <laughs> curry favor. It's, it's a dope brainer. Oh, no, that was a stick that was just a punch to the face. Uh, That'll do. That'll do. Hornquist. Uh, fucking Hornquist. No penalty on that. No. no yeah. yeah, yeah, It's five on four. It's five. Two for roughing. Yeah. I can't believe they, I was kind of hoping they'd get Hornquist for embellishment, but I guess not. He went I down like he a sack. did hit him that hard. I guess. He went down like a sack of potatoes. That was yeah. unbelievable. So, Pat. 
What's going on in the world today, bud? <sighs> um, important litigation. Always. Always important litigation. It's important to litigate people. Yes. Uh, be as litigious as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, see, if you were a law firm and you sent us something, we could have we could have plugged you right in right there. Just smooth, mm, smooth, smooth, like, uh. smooth. This reminds me. Uh, so, uh, you know, to sidetrack it, this reminds me of our early episodes and we would put in the commercials, the commercials. for like fucking Yo, Jones. Those videos were so yeah, classic, so dude. So fucking Jones, big ass, whatever. Bar, big ass barbecue. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <sighs> and like, and like legal daycare, yeah. or like whatever. Yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> you shoved a couple of those together. I love it. Yeah, though. yeah, it's so good, dude. Yeah, when someday, someday we are going to um, put these episodes out on YouTube with a little bit of visual. And we're really hopeful that we can like plug in even just some stills. Yes. Just yeah. some screen caps of those so oh, that you God. can like. They, they were so good. They were so, so good. good. Um, but there are some, there's some real litigiousness going on. And it includes uh, Marvel Comics. Ooh, I know those guys. Uh, and this, I know where we're going to land on the side of this, uh, this lawsuit. I know who we're going to be rooting for. Okay. But, um, uh, it's Brittany bitch. No, no, <laughs> no. The, uh, the estate of Steve Ditko. Okay. Yeah. I'm on Steve Ditko's side. That's all. Let's see. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, as well as, um, longtime Marvel writer, Larry Lieber. Okay. And the heirs to the estate of Gene Colan. Uh, Don Heck, uh, who is a classic um, uh, artist, and I believe, was he a writer or an artist? I believe he was the father of, of somebody else. I don't know. But anyway, uh, and Don Rico, um, these people were all, these guys are the, the co creators of uh, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Falcon. Yeah, right. Um, they served a copyright termination notice. Um, and, you know, I mean, Ditko was. Um, Dicko was the first like writer I thought of, um, or not writer, but, um, I thought, he, I thought Dicko was the first artist for Spider-Man. He was, I um, Dr. Yeah. Strange. Yep. Yep. Um, so classic, classic and, and stuff. And he was, he, he I, I think he co-wrote some of those stories too with Stan Probably. Lee for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, absolutely. So the way that copyright works is that for some of this stuff, um, to not let like the right, like the artists and stuff get totally screwed. Um, you can serve like a copyright ter uh, termination notice. Um, it doesn't mean necessarily that it's like a loss. It is a lawsuit essentially. Um, they're not trying to like stop the Marvel comics from like producing any more Spider-Man stuff. Right. Or Iron Man stuff. Right. As much as they are trying to basically renegotiate the royalties and the rights to these characters that, you know, back then in the in the 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever, um, anything that was created under the Marvel Comics umbrella belonged to Marvel Comics, you know, which basically means it belonged to Stan Lee. Right. Exactly. So Marvel Comics as a company, they took all the credit for Spider-Man, The Incredible Hulk, yep. Fantastic Four, all of these um, classic, iconic characters. But the the people who actually really did stuff, I mean, Stan Lee was like a kind of a higher up and he was to a degree involved in the creative process, but he wasn't necessarily, you know, he wasn't the artist. Um, he wasn't always the right. writer. right. Um, you know, we've talked about this before, how um, the king, Jack Kirby, um, a lot of stuff that he did, um, he was basically told kind of like to kind of have at it. And Stan Lee was kind of slightly involved. But right. Really, like Kirby, like a lot of it, like the Fantastic Four, a lot of stuff that was all Jack Kirby. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, and no one disputes <clears throat> this. Yeah. But Marvel Comics takes a lot of credit out for it. And so you don't really get. You get like a per page or a per something, whatever they were negotiating for back in the day. And if you were lucky, you got a little bit of steady work and maybe you got a little something else on the side. But right. Um, so 
And you got to tell stories and draw, and like they were like, yeah, like that's job enough. And in, in like the fifties and the sixties, yeah, it, it was. It was. There wasn't like artists just doing this, yeah. all, you know, for right. full time jobs. I mean, so you know, I agree. But um, but also these, you know, as we got into the twenty first century, um, these things are like extremely these are, profitable. These are billion dollar industries. Billion dollar industries billion dollar characters yes and the people who actually created this stuff you know aren't getting really anything from them no no not at all so to protect these people <clears throat> um these artists uh they have like this kind of they have copyright and this kind of copyright um termination that allows them to basically kind of renegotiate so what they say is they notify they've notified um Dicko's heirs and some of these other heirs have have notified Marvel that the company doesn't have legal rights to make that stuff without their permission after like next June or June of like 2023. Sure. Right. right? right. They give them notice. So basically what that means is that hopefully and and hopefully because I'm all for this, um, the the heirs of these properties, these these iconic characters are going to get some sort of, you know, cut, hopefully of like box office. Yeah. Receipts. Some sort of MCU thing, right? Some yeah. sort of like, you know, any usage of these characters, including in the cinematic universe, we get a percentage cut. And then that way, the families of these people, because some of these people were, they, they, they scraped by. Right. Right. You know, um, we'll get some money out of this. And so I'm, I'm always for that. Um, you know, many, many, a documentary has been made about uh, Jack Kirby and sure. um, you know, his plight to yeah. get the recognition and the compensation he deserves. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean also you just miss a gig gap there. If you're one of those compensation people, like if you're a lawyer who gets compensation for people, or if you're one of those um people that provides like what's the ones that does like uh um you need cash now and you get a lump sum payment. Yes. You, this, we would have plugged that right there. I'm just I saying. I have a situation, but I need cash now. I've got a yeah. No, work. don't you dare do that. We're not it's getting compensated. Oh, yeah, for that. that's right. Yeah, maybe you send me a little maybe uh, send us some fruitcake or something. Yeah. Maybe you wait until. Wentworth. Maybe you wait until after Halloween and buy some Halloween candy at a discount and send it to us. Yes. That's cool, too. Yeah, I'm good with it. I told you, the floor is low. Super low. It's super low. Also, uh, in some other weird news, as powerful as a mo locomotive, Ooh. able to leap from men to women in a single bound. Are we going to talk about? It's bisexual man. Yes. <laughs> We're going to talk about um, Superman, a.k.a. the new Superman. Right. That's Jonathan Kent, not Clark Kent. Yep. Um, he's a uh, son of Kal-El number issue number five. He has come out as bisexual and has shared a smooch with uh, a more than a friend. Um, I forget who this character is. I think it's an Asian character. I don't know. He has purple hair and glasses. I don't. I, that's all I know. But anyways, um, coming out, hitting hitting newsstands in like two weeks is this issue number five where this this is going to be, you know, put out there. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you care? So here's the thing. I don't. Um, and, but let me <laughs> let me tell you why. Like, so I I, I was uh, you know scrolling through news articles as I want to do, and uh, NPR was like Superman's son bisexual and why you should care. And then I immediately went to thinking like Constantine's been out as bisexual since like 1987, right? You know what I mean? I think Marvel had the first like gay superhero wedding. Alpha Flight. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, a few years ago. Uh, was it North Star? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Right? Yep. They also I, retconned characters. Uh, well, I don't know if they retconned it, but they uh, Bobby Drake, Iceman. Mm. It may have been a parallel universes version. I don't know. But there is a there's there's an X-Men where, you know, Bobby Drake comes out. Yeah. You know, or he has it stole that information stolen him from him by Gene Gray, who right. reads his mind. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I love comics are for all right. And, and however you identify, like it should be that it's, it's, it, you know I mean? Like you should have representation. You should sure. have uh, all of that. Right. But also, you know, like I don't want to forget about the history of, of the representation that's, that's been there. Right. Like, you know, again, like John Constantine 
has been openly bisexual since the 80s in comics, right? Like, so oh, like, look at you, you big mad. Big mad that they won't recognize ooh, that. But yeah, yeah no, I, I, you know, um, I agree. Um, also, you know, I, but I think like they don't take that character. Uh, well, no, they don't. They just don't address it. He's always been associated with female characters like his romance with Zatanna. Yeah, yeah, sure. So like, sure. like he, you know, this has been referenced um, like his daughter and all this stuff. Like, you know, it, wait, is that his daughter? No. Okay. Yeah. The child is not his daughter. Right. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, they, they, I actually was trying to watch DC's Legends of Tomorrow the other night just to see if he was even still in that show. I think he is, but I, I yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. Also, another uh, bisexual character throughout the history of DC. Uh, so, maybe, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, you know, Superman's Batman. DC uh, uh, property, right? Like, um, but uh, Lucifer. Okay. Yeah. That character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Lucifer. But this is like, they're, they're, this is them. You know, but it's bringing it to a mainstream book, a very mainstream, or, or, yeah, book. Yeah, I mean, well, like, a mainstream character. I don't want to yeah. say it's a mainstream books, uh, you know, Superman, son of Kal-El or whatever. Yeah, that's not I don't want to say that's a mainstream book. Right, right. But it's a mainstream character and universe. Right. Yeah, sure. I mean, right. It's um, in the, like Superman is his father. Right. Right. So and, and to that to that point, it is, you know, it is a big deal. But again, like, I mean, there's been a lot of representation and I, and I think that it's great. Right. You know, what I mean, like, I, uh, but I, I don't think it needs to be made a super big deal of we're not breaking new ground. Right. With uh, DC retconned Alan Scott, uh, the, the original Green Lantern as gay mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody cared. I don't know. I mean. I don't I don't recall because I didn't read Golden Age Green Lantern. Right. So I don't know if he had romantic interests in those comics. Yeah, I yeah. So I have I no idea. Either. Maybe they're just maybe they're just taking a fresh look at like that old character and giving it more depth. Whereas in those original comics from like the forties and fifties, there were no there was no real depth. Right. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. I, I'm not sure. You know, like, but I, I'm not sure, like, from a representation standpoint, like, I, I'm not sure. Um, is there a lot of, like, uh, um, I, I don't know what the representation of transgender and uh, lesbians within comic books are. I, I can't think of any. I mean, to be, I mean, let's be honest, transgender, probably nil. Yeah, right. For sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, lesbian. Uh, I don't know if they made suggestions about Wonder Woman. I don't know. Right. Um, but. How many other lesbian characters do they have? I don't know. That was I feel like they could maybe maybe like they could, like Marvel could could break ground and do like Captain Marvel. Yeah, I mean. They could. They could. There's going to be like three or four of them in like upcoming canon. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, they're coming out with a, the, I, I think they have a TV show for Miss Marvel coming out, right? Yes. Yeah. Which I, I'm pretty pumped on that. So they're going to have Miss Marvel. They're going to have the Marvels, which is going to be Kamala Khan and Captain Marvel more yeah. than likely. Right. In, um, in the Captain Marvel movie, that's going to come up in a little bit. Right. Um, so yeah. Um, you know, it's, I, I'm sure it has, it just hasn't been there that, that, that much, but yeah. Yeah. I I mean I'm I'm all I'm in for inclusion and fucking equality like yeah you know I mean like like le, le, so let's just do all of it you know yeah what I mean and I mean as uh, long as you're not retconning like an original character to be this way like you're not really reaching out I mean this is his son um you know like it's it's not like you're retconning it hard to like be like I mean I I think like so let's say like they retconned. Batman to be transgender or, or, you know, like, so, so that would be kind of difficult. Right. But like, let's say, <laughs> let's, let's say they, they retconned Batman to, to be gay. Right. And like in, and everything was Selena Kyle and everything was a smokescreen to like, keep it like you can make about you Robin. Could, that's, yeah. that's creepy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you could make an interesting story, right? Like I said, he was gay. I didn't say he was like, you know, gay <laughs> for Robin. Right. You know what I mean? But like, but you could make an interesting story out of that. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, that's kind of, you know what I mean? That's kind of a worthwhile read, right? Like, yeah. if, you, if if like Clark Kent was like, uh, you know, like, I never really loved Lois. Like, that's a, it was a fucking what? great, like, whoa, that's Lois earth shattering. Sorry, guys. Yeah. 
Now, I mean, I, I don't care. I think that I'm only in it for the hot takes and a lot of the stupid hot takes, the stupid attempts at hot takes. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm in it for the controversy for sure. Like people getting fucking, I'm in it for the outrage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in it for the idiot. tears. Yeah. Um, I'm in it for all the tears. Like there was, uh, there was this re- Republican politician, this woman from like, I think Arizona. And she was on Twitter. And is was is like, she the idiot that fucking brings memes to the fucking house? No, 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 no. That's a different idiot. She's an idiot. That's the other. That's yeah. that's not in Arizona. That's in Georgia. Okay. Um, the the fucking idiot that that fucking made some sort of meme about China and had a had the 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 hammer and sickle. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> like that's the wrong fucking country, you idiot. Yeah. So um, this woman was on Twitter, and she's probably like an old. She's like a boomer. And she's on Twitter and is like, um, Superman's only with Lewis Lane. And like that got put out there and then got she got totally roasted because she said Lewis Lane and not Lois. Not Lois, So, right. like, so she like already made it gay. It's like, yeah. well, what? Like, yeah. no, no, not no. So, yeah, I'm in it for that because it's funny. Otherwise, I don't care. Um, they're using... They're using Superman as a platform to jump off and to do this inclusionary thing, which is totally fine. Um, look, if it sells, it sells. Yeah, for sure. All I want to—I I just want to see comics be successful. To be honest, right? Um, there are some that I probably want to see, you know, fade away. But um, if it sells, it sells. I don't really care. Um, you know, um, I—I hope that they at least generate new and original villains for that character. Right. Right. Like. If you're going to go this way, do all new stuff. Yeah. Don't retcon in like Lex Luthor, right? Have a new, you know, antagonist. Have a series of new villains. Sure. Right? Use it as a palette. Do it. Right? So. You could bring in Lex Luthor, Luthor, though, and and have him be like that. that, you know, conservative, right? Like, now he has a problem with Superman, not because... It's fucking Superman, right? By like <laughs> fucking gay Superman. Well, yeah, because well, like in a lot of canon, Lex Luthor's like president, so he's yeah. already political. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's fucking the story writes itself. It, it really, really does. does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so he's yeah, saying, he's like I. Th- I thought Superman was with Lewis Lane. <laughs> <laughs> just bring it in. I love yeah. it. Yeah, just make it that. Yeah, right? just make like, it canon now. Yeah. do it. I love it. So, yeah, I don't care. Um, Can you see, like, Lex Luthor being like, it's Clark and Lewis, not Clark and Lewis. Uh, you know what I mean? Or at least, or at least maybe it's, what if it's Luthor's son, but it's like a clone son? I feel like this has already been done. Yeah, for sure. But For sure it has. All right. And all something, right. you throw Brainiac in there, and then it's 100 bizarro, that's been or, done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's all been right. done. It's been done. What about a, uh, how about we do a mixed media moment? Ooh, you mean where we talk about movies, movies books, and comics and stuff, DVDs and eight-track players, records? Wow, we're getting good at it. That's really pretty solid. Yeah, right. yeah. Why are we doing this when we Facetime? When we do this over the Facetime and record? Why can't we not get that right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It is a delay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's latency. Like, it's, it's the, the latency, latency of live of, content, yeah, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. There's yeah. like a six second delay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't even think it's that much. And we still can't. Six and we still can't. We still can't bleep out all of his curse words. No, oh, God, no, God, no, no, for sure. <laughs> I stopped trying. I did it that one episode, right, where I was like, all right, I don't that was the most that you me. had. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna try real hard this episode. You did great. All right, back to it. Yeah, I'm still gonna fucking go right back to being me. You, you got one. I mean? That's it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you got one out of me. Let's cover uh, um, Disney Plus's What If. Ooh. What if? What if? Um, what if we talk about this show? What if? Based off the classic comic book. Yeah. Yeah. The multi-volume series of What If yeah. from Marvel Comics, which was, um, you know, some great uh, issues as what if the Avengers defeated everybody? Yeah. Right. Or um, what if Captain America became president? Right. Or what if Hulk had killed Wolverine and also vice versa later on? What if Wolverine and no, what if Wolverine had killed Hulk was the original version? Yeah. And then in, in like a later volume, it was what if Hulk killed Wolverine? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that was great stuff. 
this is their take on it. Yeah. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe's take on it. Um, uh, it, it still follows the watcher who sees everything. Yep. Um, Jeffrey Wright is the voice. Uh, Jeffrey Wright from all sorts of stuff. IBM commercials. Yes. Um, what's that? Um, Westworld. Yeah. Um, all kinds of stuff. All sorts of stuff. So they did what? 10 episodes, nine episodes, um, nine episodes, nine episodes. Yeah. Nine episodes. Yep. Where, um, everything kind of like over the, over the time, over like the series, there becomes a, an overarching story arc of all the, the series. Yeah. Which like, I like how they tied it all in. It's just yeah, very I mean, not, con- yeah, it's yeah. not canonical. Like they, no, they, no. What if the series, the comic was just, all one-offs. Was just one-offs. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the first episode was, um, what if, uh, Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Right. So, so she gets the super soldier serum. She, instead of Steve Rogers. Yeah. And I love that. It's all these little, little changes. She stays on the platform. Right. Right. That's the, that's the change. Steve gets shot. Right. Steve gets shot. She does stay on the platform. Steve gets shot. Right. Um, and somebody has to go in there. Yes. So, um, so had she not stayed on the platform, would Steve have gotten shot? Right. Well, no, because in Canon, he didn't get shot. Yeah, right. Exactly. So she stays on the platform, right? She's a variant. Yeah. 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 Episode over. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Sorry guys. Yeah. Everything gets reset. Yep. So Steve gets shot. He can't get in the super soldier serum, uh, into the tank to get the serum. Right. Uh, Stark is like, we got to get this and the bullet like hits things. So they got to get it going. Right. So, she steps up, gets the uh, gets the uh, super soldier serum, and becomes right. Captain Carter. I mean, the thing that I disliked about this was they had a real good crack at doing well a combo of things, and they didn't do it. She gets the shield, mm-hmm. but it's a Union Jack. Yeah, she's British, right? And she could have been Captain Britain. She could have been Captain Britain. It was right there. Yes, like they they didn't they didn't call her Captain America. No. But you could have totally called her Captain Britain and it would have been totally passable. It would have been great. Yeah, it would have been fantastic. So I was very disappointed at that. Yeah. Um, Steve, Steve Rogers is still involved. He, um, he they, basically gets to be the first Iron, Iron Man. Man. So they get they get the, the they get the Tesseract at some point during this. Yeah. Right? Initially. Um, and they use the Tesseract to create this uh, Hydra Stomper, um, you know, mech suit. Yep. That flies and does all this stuff. Now, this is the great part. This is the great twist. They go on a mission. Instead of now it being Captain America and Bucky, it's Captain Carter and Steve Rogers. Yes. So in at some point during this like mission, um, instead of well, instead of like I, I did Bucky get frozen? No, Bucky got sent off in a rocket ship or something, I thought. I don't know how it worked, but or did he I yeah, forget he's in the show. He's he's in the episode, right? Like, like they yeah. wind up meeting with up with right. that that he's team. Still, yeah, yeah, but like nothing significant really happens. Right, to he's him. just a bit part. Yeah, right. He's just like I know this guy. Yeah, but Steve goes down in the Hydra Stomper um, uh, suit, and he's never to be found again, allegedly. Um, but they, you know summon the red skull summons like he uses the uh tesseract to they find later that they've captured um you know they go they go to like uh they get on a train they infiltrate a hydra base and they find that the red skull's there and he has the tesseract which means he had the suit at some point yeah um and he's using it to open a portal to another dimension to bring a creature to earth like what? Yeah. Which is, t- it's totally the kind of black magic-y stuff that like the Nazis would have gotten into. They did oh, yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, for sure. hundred um, percent. It, it was definitely uh, right in the, uh, the, the vein of like Hellboy. Right. Which like, is great. Yeah. They free Steve Rogers. He gets into the Hydra suit. They together, like, you know, push this thing back into the portal. Yeah. The evil um, tentacle monster. So, so crazy. Um, Carter goes into the portal with him. Yeah. With the creature. Yeah. Um, so like the end of this is like 70 years in the future. The Tesseract opens another portal from which 
Captain Carter emerges yes. and there's like Nick Fury and Clint Barton's, you know, Hawkeye and they meet her. And I think instead of her being frozen, instead of Captain America being frozen in time, she's like been frozen, in this, like, this different universe or dimension. Yeah, fighting it could this. be any. Yeah. It, it might, it could not, it, maybe it's not necessarily her timeline. Maybe it's a different un- parallel universe or something. Right, you never right. know. Um, so it was cool, but I just like that. It couldn't have been Captain uh, Britain. Yeah. Right. You know, um, episode two is what if um, Star-Lord was actually uh, T'Challa. Yep. The Black Panther. Um, Another great episode. It I, was cool. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, they, in this universe, in this timeline, Thanos is part of their their gang. Yes. Right. Because unlike uh, Quill, like having uh, T'Challa as, as Star-Lord, it, it brings T'Challa as a person, right, right. It, it, into the Star Lord thing, and everybody really knows who Star Lord is and really respects him. Like when they're in the in the scene, and, and you know he's like fighting the guy that you know that's the first scene in Guardians of the Galaxy, right, right, and he's like, you know, come on, Star Lord, the so, greatest, you know, you know banded ever. He's like, never heard of you. He's right. he like in this one, he's like, oh my god, it's yeah. you. You know, what I mean, he's <laughs> like, yeah, it's it. So I really enjoyed this one. I also love that, like he talked Thanos out of like getting the infinity gauntlet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they didn't even like, they just had like a conversation. He's like, I still think of the idea would work. And like, and they're like, yo, <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, it does. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty much genocide. He's like, no, because it's random. It's not <laughs> genocide because it's random. Right. And I fucking, I, I, there was the funniest thing. It, it, it brought a levity to, to a very serious situation with yeah. Thanos. Right. Like, so I really enjoyed that. Right. Yeah. So, and then at the end, it, it, the, the second movie, the second um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie dealt with um, Ego, the living planet, yes. being Peter Quill's father. Yeah. So, in this universe, at the end scene, um, Ego approaches Quill, mm. uh, who is just a janitor at Dairy Queen. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a fun episode. It was cool. It was, it was very different. Um, at some point, they go back to um, Wakanda and you know, they find out yeah. that what he's been doing. Right. And that was his Charlie dream. Meets his father and yeah. everybody else. And right. they go to Wakanda. Yep. So, um, episode three, um, what if the, what if the world lost its, uh, mightiest superheroes? Um, and this is a great, like weird assassination, um, yes. plot. Um, and this is, so the, 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 the overarching theme of this series is that it's all within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They don't t- they don't touch anything that's outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like any kind of comics canon. Yeah, they right. stick with just the kind of stuff. It's all in the in MCU. There. Yep. So, you know, they're doing the Avengers Initiative. Um, everybody's continuously getting like um, mysteriously killed. Um, Natasha Romanoff accidentally kind of injects Tony Stark with uh, a fatal injection instead of like something that's going to help him. It ends up killing him. Um, they harken back to when Thor comes first comes to Earth. Hawkeye actually kills him. Right. Um, bef- you know, before like I before like he ends up dying in shield custody. Um, the Hulk explodes like literally like explodes. Yeah. Right. Right. So this is crazy. Then like Loki shows up to avenge Thor's death and they like propose an alliance. Nick Fury proposes an alliance to help find what, you know, what happens here. Who, the, who, the, who Thor's murderer is, right? right? Yeah. So they figure out that it's like Hank Pym. Yeah. And he's been doing this. So like, uh, because Hope Van Dyne was a shield agent who had died in the line of duty. Yeah. And you see this like grizzled, um, uh, oh God, what's the actor who played him? Um, uh, Kurt Douglas? Uh, no, 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 Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, they, um, you know, they finally defeat like this haggard, crazied, yes, uh, Henry Pym. Yeah. Um, Loki takes him away. Uh, instead, instead, like they take him away, but Loki stays on Earth. Um, and decides to rule over rule, Midgard. Yeah, to rule over Midgard anyway. Yeah, and Fury starts like. Um, assembling more heroes where, you know, like he, he, he does the, uh, Avengers initiative again, starting with Captain America and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Pretty cool. Right. Pretty decent episode. Um, the fourth episode was what if Dr. Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Yeah. What kind of a, you know, master 
what kind of uh, sorcerer supreme, sorcerer would, supreme he would he be? Yeah, and and he ends up being like this power hungry one where he, if he uh, if he assembles enough power, he can then turn back time and save. Um, what's her name? Yeah. Christine Palmer. Yeah. Who dies in the crash instead of, you know, instead of just, wait, did she die? She didn't die in the other movie, did she? No, I don't think she died in the other no. movie. No, no. Um, this time she does die. He's desperate to turn back time. So he's trying, he's always like going around, like trying to track down these powerful entities and defeat them and capture their energy. Yes. And it just turns him crazy. And he tries to like change the timeline you know, like so to save, hard. Yeah. To save her. Like, so it, it, like, we'll leave at a different time to go to this thing. We won't take this road to go to this thing. We won't go to the right. fucking dinner. We, right? we just and won't she go. Still, she still dies. still dies. Yeah. Um, so, so in, in trying to, in trying to bring her back, which he does, uh, briefly, it basically destroys reality. Yeah. And he ends up begging the watcher to help and intervene. And, um, he refuses. Yes. Um, she disintegrates. Uh, reality completely co collapses. And Strange is left. Dr. Strange is left alone. Yeah. To grieve. Pretty wild. Yeah. Pretty wild. And it, it's so I think in order to stop all of reality from going away, he had to create a mirror universe for himself. Right. Like, right. Which is one of Dr. Strange's powers, right? Like yeah. he can, he can create a mirror universe and then just be in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so in order to like save his, his reality, he creates a mirror universe where he's just in there by himself. Yeah. Um, takes, takes us five episodes to finally get the zombie episode we were teased. Yeah. Um, what if zombies, um, I don't know. Uh, do we need to really go into too much detail about these necessarily? Because this no, I mean, is where... a zombie apocalypse, right? And it's fucking Marvel characters. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at the end, you you have like a nearly zombie, like a zombie Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so by episode six, I, I want to say not episode six, but um, episode six is probably... I don't know if it's, it, it really isn't the last six and seven of the last episodes before we get in. We, we have like this climax of like the whole season long. Yes. Right. Right. Thing. It all comes together. Um, what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? Yeah. Which was a good episode. Good episode. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Um, he Killmonger seems like a hero. He's not. He's not. Yeah. He's still not. Yep. Um, he. Uh, he kills um, T'Challa. Um, he kills Rhodey. Yeah. Right. Using all this Iron Man technology. Yeah. Yeah. He um, uh, like basically becomes Tony Stark's best friend. Starts. Then he know. kills Stark and tries to pin it on the Wakandans. Yep. Which creates a war between the United States and Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah. Um, but he goes to Wakanda first, becomes Black Panther, takes control. Yeah. Um, you know, defeats. They basically shut down like this army of Stark tech. Yeah. That tries to invade. And this is when, and then at the end you have Shuri going to Pepper Potts to be like, Hey, you know, she's suspicious. He's totally, you're right. Yeah. We've got to stop him. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, which is cool. Um, episode seven, what if Thor were an only child? Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. The, the episode seven was the one that like really started to annoy me though. A little bit. I was like, this is the most throwaway episode of the group so far. But, That's what I thought. Right. But. Right. They timed it really well. Yeah. So it was, a, you know, Thor's kind of a party hardy guy, dude because he doesn't have Loki as a, um, you know. Loki is. Morality. Yeah, right. Exactly. He, he, he Loki shapes Thor Barometer, into a yeah. hero. Yeah. You know what I mean, right. Where. Yeah. The, the things that he, the things that he puts Thor through shape him into being a hero. Exactly. You know. Exactly. But, and, and it also like. You know, it also gives him like it also generates this relationship that they ultimately end up having anyway, which is pretty positive. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because Thor is just an ice. Or I mean, uh, Loki is just an ice giant. Right. Uh, but the, they're friends. Yeah. 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 So they, um, you know, the only thing they can do to stop Thor, they think, and his friends who are like frost giants and stuff is to like summon Captain Marvel to the planet. So she and Thor just go toe to toe. Like that all fight's the time. pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. They're just whooping. They're just beating each other up all over the place. Um, shield decides to turn, you know, kind of turn on captain Marvel. Like, yo, just nuke everybody. Right. Don't even let her leave. Just nuke everybody. She'll survive. No big deal. You're right. 
Um, but before they they do that, um, somebody. Somebody figures out the, oh, uh, the um, rainbow bridge, right? Like what's, what's her, her name? Jane Foster. Yeah. Jane Foster goes to, uses the rainbow bridge to go to find Thor's mother. Right. Who then comes to earth looking for him in a panic because he's scared. Cause all of this is happening during the Bifrost. Yes. When Odin, the Odin sleep, I'm sorry, not the Bifrost, the Odin sleep. Yes. When he, when, when Odin is sleeping and it's like, you know, party time, I don't know. Um, they clean everything up. Mom shows up. Everything's cool. You know, everybody's all right. Um, Thor wants to ask Jane Foster finally out on a date, but then like an army of Ultrons um, show up. Yes. One of which is in Vision's body and possesses all the Infinity Stones. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Very crazy. Right. Um, so eight is what if what if Ultron won? This is the two this is the two episode story arc that finalizes the the, the first season. Yes. And also ties it takes parts of all of those previous episodes and kind of pulls it all in. Yep. Which is pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, for sure. I did too. So Ultron wins, kills most of humanity. Um, I think, was this the one where it opens with like Hawkeye and, um, Hawf- and Hawkeye Widow and, and Widow, yeah. Running yes. from them. They're like running, trying to escape. Like yeah. we have X amount of time and they're trying to figure out all this stuff and what happens. Um, he at some point here like right after some of this stuff happens Thanos just pops out he, he shows up he pops out of like a not a boom tube but a portal yeah and Vision sees him recognizes that he's carrying the infinity gauntlet and goes ooh and just cuts him right in half yeah it happens so bang bang it's believable yeah like it doesn't give Thanos time to react right once he's split him from the top down, you can't think anymore to like make an action with the gauntlet to change anything. Right. So it's cool. It makes sense. It's believable. Yes. So now vision has the whole gauntlet and all the stones and he is like creates a drone, like a, like an Ultron army and just wipes out like life in all of all the universe. Right. And he's just ruining everything. Yep. Throughout Um, the entire universe, not just earth. Now he's just fucking, while this is going on, the watcher is fretting, like fretting, like, what do I do? Right. Do I do anything? While this is happening, Ultron with the infinity gauntlet, who's all powerful, hears this, like right. sees this yeah. and recognizes that this being is out here just watching. Yes. And it's like, like, what is this? Who is this? It's Who like are going you? after them. While this is going on, Widow and um, Hawkeye get into like a, an old base they they try to track down Arnim Zola, and like there's a copy of his mind on a computer. This is actually in in the in the movies too. Yeah. Um. They upload it into a drone to try to destroy Ultron. Right. Um. And it doesn't work because Ultron left their reality. Universe. They're, they're, he's in a different multiverse. Told he's in a different reality. He's yeah. Somewhere else. So it doesn't work. Um. The Watcher. Um. Gets beaten up by Ultron. The Watcher then flees and finds um, Strange's collapsed universe and yeah. pops into there and says, hey, I need your help. Right. We, I, I, we need to do something here. Um, so then we get to like the season finale. The Watcher goes through all of these different what if episodes and plucks out characters to yeah. join his crew. Right. Captain Carter, Star-Lord T'Challa, Party Bro Thor, yeah. uh, Black, Man- Black Panther Killmonger. Yep. And a Gamora variant who killed Thanos. And destroyed the Infinity Stones in her universe. Okay. That's, that was the main right. thing. Yeah, They sure. have the, 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 infin- the Crusher. Yeah. So they go to like one of these dead universes where he killed everyone. And they like start doing, they start fighting. Uh, Strange is protecting them and also doing some other stuff. The Watcher's doing stuff. Just like all kinds of crazy stuff. He... He opens a portal to one of the zombie to the zombie and dumps a bunch of zombies on yeah. him. Finally, like one of them, Scarlet Witch zombie, which right. is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they, um, they, they hatch this plan to like get, like, we've got it. If we can keep fighting him, we can dislodge a stone or steal one of the stones and then we can crush it. And then we can order the gauntlet or whatever. Right. Um, they 
they they they specifically need the soul stone, right? Yeah. Because besides all the other stones, right, the soul stone is is primarily what gives Ultron or Vision his power, right? Okay. Like, yeah, I mean, like that. That's what makes the Vision the Vision, right? Like, without yeah. the soul stone, there's none of that. So, like, part of the plan of the part of this plan is to um, they finally at some point pull in the Black Widow, who's like very wary of. Oh no. Black Widow's on this planet. Yeah, right. They're this on, is the original planet. Yes. They go back to this one where, where she and Hawkeye are. Hawkeye's we're already much killed everybody's himself. Dead. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. he's already killed himself trying to defend them and save her. Yeah, to get out with the um, what's the his face on the program? Solas, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. thing. So she's she pops out and is like, "Yo, she and Carter connect from their universe, which apparently is good enough for her." Right. They create some diversions, and she shoots an arrow tipped with this virus. Yep. Into Ultron. There's all kinds of shenanigans. Um, Ultron's defeated, but then like um, they ultra, they ultimately end up. Killmonger takes control of Ultron using some of the Stark technology stuff. Now he's fighting everyone because he's still a scumbag. Right. Um, he gets the Infinity Stones. He makes his own armor thing, right? Because they can't grind the Infinity Stones because the grinder only works on the Infinity Stones from that universe, not right. from which is. So dumb. Yeah, right. Whatever. Like, I was like, yeah, this. Ultimately, they just take Ultron and the Killmonger Ultron and the Zola and Killmonger Ultrons and just trap them in this pocket universe. Yeah. That the Watcher and Strange oversee. Yeah. And they just, they'll have to watch this and make sure that fucking right. nothing ever happens. And so um, the Black Widow, because everyone on her planet has been killed except for her, they take her out of that timeline and they drop her somewhere else where there is no Black Widow, where their right. Black Widow died. Yeah. And it's totally cool. Right. Um, at the end, this is where they like um, Carter and her universe is Romanoff who are bus besties. They discover the, the Hydra armor with someone inside it. This yeah. is after like they defeated the portal thing because you knew this, this was going to be like an, a thing. They, I don't think they allude to it in that episode in the Captain Carter episode. Right. Right. Just that he has the Tesseract. Yep. Not that Steve was there. So, um, it was a fun series. I like that they brought it all together at the end. I had yeah. I had some issues with some of these things. Like one of my one of my biggest issues with the series is that Ultron is a vision is an AI. Yes. That is part Ultron, part other stuff. Yeah. Um Ultron is still a high level consciousness AI. Yeah. When they when he has the infinity stones, when he has the infinity gauntlet. Um, during this last confrontation, there's so much fighting around. Now, I don't know if this is because of this, but like when he's going to all these other universes and they're fighting and stuff, it's like he only uses like raw power. You never see any of the stuff that like, um, Thanos did in the infinity, in the, in the Avengers end game and some of the stuff where like Peter Quill goes to shoot him and it shoots bubbles. Yeah. Or like, um, he turns <clears throat> like, um, I forget what her name was. The whatever the chick with the antenna. Yeah, Mantis. Mantis turns her into like a like a jack in the box. Yeah, like you never see him do this stuff. Like having all this power, and then like he's an AI, like super smart. I guess maybe that's the difference that he, you know, he's not like maybe that because he's not. It's not inherently vindictive or petty or whatever. They right. don't do these things. I don't know, but I thought I, that he would have well, done I, more I think, stuff. I think maybe, maybe, you know, like with, with Ultron, like his, his mission is to, he, he's decided the best way to protect humanity is to remove humanity. Right. And like he's right. Kill, kill all of it. Right. Yeah. Where Thanos is, I'm going to just let half of it, half of it go, but it's not, it's going to be random. Right. Right. So if I actively just kill you right now, that's not necessarily random. Right. 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 So like it makes sense for Thanos um in you know like in that sense right like Thanos isn't necessarily you know going out and starting a fight to kill people because he doesn't necessarily have to he just wants it to be random half the people in the universe die right randomly right just yep yeah yeah i mean i, I but otherwise i liked the episodes were pretty good some of them were good some of them were corny um, 
And that's the Marvel yeah, cinematic. That's their thing. That, that's the that's the, that's MCU Thanos, right? Yeah. Comic book Thanos would have killed you because again, he's trying to impress Lady Death. He's not trying to save right the natural resources of the universe, right? right? Which is what Marvel MCU they could never have brought that into the into the cinematic universe. That's fucking weird, right? Like yeah. Yeah, 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 Thanos is in love with Death, right? Yeah. Like he's trying to impress her. A manifestation of Death that doesn't speak. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Which but. is a skeleton with boobs. Yeah, basically. Right? <laughs> like that's all. Doesn't it make was. sense. Yeah. So but it was good. I thought it was fun. It was it was it was good. It wasn't it wasn't like great. Yeah, no, but I thought I thought it was great. It's good watching it. You know what I mean? Like it was fine. Fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah, I'm totally into it. Um, you know, I'm not gonna rate it, but like yeah. I, I liked it, you know. Yeah. You should try it's worth it. watching. It's worth yeah. watching. Yeah. Yeah, the episodes weren't too terribly long, so it wasn't it was like, like a huge forty minutes, forty five yeah, minutes. Yeah, it wasn't a big like deal. Yeah, right. So good stuff. Yeah. You know? No, for sure. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I think, yeah, again, Mar- Marvel's TV shows, they've all been hitting. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard to not, I mean, they've, you know, I, I think, I can't think of anything upcoming that is going to be a miss. Right. Like, everything's going to be good for, you know, for something. Yeah, right. But for good. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of the Marvel Universe, one one quick future and perfect thing. Um because of like, I forget, there's um, like the movie, there, the, there's a movie studio union um, because of the potential strike and maybe because of some other stuff. Um, Marvel pushed back the release dates to a bunch of movies. Um, so that's not, some of it's not bad. Some of it's not great. Right. Um, I'm trying to think uh, exactly I'm trying to think exactly how it worked, but yeah, I think a lot of it is a lot of it is some of the 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 strike and some of the knock on effects of it. Even though the the strike's already been like they've already renegotiated a contract and everything, but um, let me think about here. Um, some of this might have been because they didn't. They're they're trying to avoid releasing movies around the same time that DC's releasing movies. Sure. So, um, the Indiana Jones sequel, which is a, a cinematic property um which was going to be on the same weekend the same release weekend as dc's black adam which is in 2022 which is crazy right it's going to be the it's going to be like the end of july in 2022 it's like i'm so excited about it yeah it it has the potential to be really good um so the the indiana Indiana jones movie is just going to move to like june 30th they're going to move it up a month right um which is cool i like that i like moving it up right as opposed to moving it back it's uh it's uh independence it's independence day weekend um good weekend not a lot of not a lot of competition yeah um dr strange's multiverse of madness will instead will instead of releasing on march 25th of next year 2022 it's going to actually get pushed into may that's actually really only like five weeks because March 25th is like the end of March. So it's yeah. really like maybe five weeks, maybe six weeks, right. not a big deal. Um, but uh, then it pushes love and thunder, Thor love and thunder um, from summer to like May from like early May to early July. Not a bit. Once again, not a big deal. Um, the only other movie that is going to, counter or compete with dr strange is going to be like like nothing right literally nothing and nothing against nothing against thor love and thunder so some of this is competition some of this is a strike they're just trying to open up so that they don't have any competition which is great sure um black panther wakanda forever is going to move into november um early november um that'll actually be the weekend the weekend after dc's flash so it'll be a little tough on the flash um, it'll be a little tough on them, yeah. right? Because you're going to split some market share. Because um, the Flash movie, which is you know going to be loosely based on Flashpoint, and will include um, Michael Keaton's Batman as a you know alternate yeah. universe Batman, it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to be pretty good. So yeah. um, so I think that's you know that's going to be some tough competition. Um, I'm trying to think here. Um, so the Marvels will now move into uh, 2023 into February from November because everything's just like they're just taking the dates they already have and just shifting movies into those dates. Like they already have release dates set up. Um, so and then Ant-Man and Wasp is going to move into like. 2023. July, mid-July. So instead of February, it's going to move into, into July. Sure. 
Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy is going to stay uh, early May, uh, but you know, n- not a whole, not a whole lot. I don't think it's it. It, it just sounded. I think it sounded like it was going to be worse than it really is. But just pushing back some of the, just pushing back any of these movies is kind of like, oh, you know, like right. But some of it's just a few weeks, and it's not going to be yeah. that huge of a deal, right? Yeah. Like so. So we're getting into some of this really good stuff that is going to have have to do with some of the overarching multiverse um, storyline. Yes. So, you know, pushing that out even a little bit is, is going to be because right. especially because it's going to lead off with like Doctor Strange, which is probably going to be a pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And I don't know when Spider-Man drops. I forget when Spider-Man. I forget when that drops, too. But that's, I think it's that's before the end one. of this year. Yeah, I, I still think it's before the end um, of this year. Yeah. There, there was a new. Uh, that might be December-ish, I think. Yeah, I don't know. You might be right. I don't know. They, they did, um, they did release a second, um, second trailer. Yeah, they've been really reluctant to do this, but they released a second trailer. Um, there's going to be a very split-second blink if you miss appearance of Andrew Garfield. Yep. Um, and the voice of Michael Keaton's Vulture. Yes. Over the trailer, so, you know. I mean, it's cool. It's Sinister Six, baby. It's going to sell. It's going to be a huge movie. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be great for them. But they've only shown five of the Sinister Six. Um, the trailer only hints to five of the Sinister Six. Uh, Vulture, Doc Ock. Yep. Um, had, they haven't shown the Green Goblin, have they? No, but you hear the Green Goblin. Like the cackle? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, you see and Electro? You see, and you see a, you see a, a Goblin Grenade. Okay. There is there is one that close enough. Yeah. And you see Electro, and then I my assumption is what is it going to be the lizard? So all right, so Doc Ock, um, Vulture, Electro. Look at uh, it this way. Green Goblin. Look at it this way. Right. The Tobey Maguire series. Yeah. It's going to be the Tobey Maguire series, Doc Ock and Green Goblin. It's going to be the Andrew Garfield. Electro. Yeah. So it makes sense that it would be the lizard. Yeah. And then it's going to be the Tom Holland. Nobody. Tom Holland doesn't have anybody or no Mysterio. So, yeah, I mean, it could be Mysterio. What if they did fucking a rhino? Right. But like, did it right. You know what I mean? Like they could, it could be rhino. It could be like, so just, they had that mech suit rhino. Yeah. Which that was kind of stupid. Right. But they could do like a real rhino. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Sandman, Sandman is plays a huge role in this movie. Yes, yes. Sandman is Sandman is definitely so. So so the sixth could be the lizard. Mm -hmm. Okay, Uh, it could be Mysterio. Mysterio, Right, it could be the. So like, I think unlikely Rhino, unlikely, but would be cool because he was a member of the Sinister Six. Craven. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do Craven. I don't think so either because I also think there's a solo Craven the Hunter movie. Okay, that's somewhere in the books. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, it's definitely not going to be, I don't think they're going to introduce a whole new canonical, like a whole new character. Right. Um, villain. Oh, it's, Vulture. It's going to be Vulture. Duh. No, yeah, no Vulture's in there for sure. So it's Green Goblin, Doc Ock. Um, so we don't know if it's Electro. Okay. So we have those three. Yeah. Then we have Vulture, yeah. Sandman, and then, um, are we, are we confirmed Sandman? So, yeah, Sandman so Vulture, is confirmed 100%. So Vulture, Sandman, Electro. Without giving out, without giving away pl- major plot details. We're, we confirmed Electro? Yes. So Vulture, Sandman, Electro. Uh, so we do have a, we do have Doc a. Doc Ock. Yep. We right? still have a six that's out there. And Green Goblin. Yeah. That's five. Yeah. So, so it's either going to be the lizard, right? I, I, I would expect to be the lizard. It could be the scorpion, be, but it's probably not. It would be cool to be the scorpion too. The scorpion's yeah. a great villain, right? Yeah, it yeah. could be. Yeah. I think that's up there. So it's possible. I think those are the most possible ones. Yeah. I are mean, we do see the scorpion in one of the Spider-Man movies and it's just a dude with a scorpion neck tattoo, but we really don't get to see it like him become the scorpion. Yeah. Isn't he in, um, uh, he's in one of the Tom Holland ones. He's just like a thug. Oh, okay, okay. But there's also a scorpion in the um, animated uh, movie. Yes. Which yeah. is amazing. I can't remember the name. Uh, yeah, I forget what the name of that movie is. Yeah. Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. yeah, yeah there is a great. scorpion, and it's a legit scorpion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 No, so it's, it's going to be great. Um, 
Yeah, lots to look forward to. I'm, I, I, you know, I some of that stuff I don't want them to push back. Yeah, but then I also remember like you know DC's gonna have Black Adam movie and Flash yeah, next there's year. Gonna be tons of stuff. It's gonna yeah, be great. Book of Boba coming out in December. There's gonna be tons of Bro, shit. Bro, the Book of Boba. It's gonna be so good. I know. It's gonna be so much shit coming out. But unfortunately, true believers, that is all the time we have for tonight. Thanks again for stopping by, swinging over, hanging out. Another big random shout out to Sweet Lou because we've got you in episode 50, but episode 51 is a big special day for you, buddy. <laughs> uh, but as always, thanks for hanging out. Until next time, web slingers, we'll see you again. Deuces. Deuces.